Hey guys, and welcome to the first episode of One Bird Girl. This is where I talk about whatever I want and y'all listen. My name is Anna Lee and I'm the host. This is the first episode, so I don't actually really know how to start. I do have a few topics written down that I want to talk about. I want to introduce a few segments that I want to be doing during all the episodes and the future episodes. But first, I guess I should introduce myself. I'm Annalie. I'm 19 and I live in Mississippi. I'm currently in school. I'm going to be a teacher and then hopefully a social worker after that. I have a lot of goals. I'm really bad at sticking to one thing. I've had four jobs in the past year. <laughs> I like, I'm very, I'm a very curious person. I like to learn something new all the time. It's really hard for me to stick to just one thing. Um, so this is why I'm kind of starting this. I mean, I've always wanted to start a podcast. I really love talking. It's kind of like my therapy to just kind of talk out loud, talk about what I'm feeling. Now, it's it's a lot harder to talk to people in person, you know, actually having to look at that person and tell them, you know, what you're feeling or what you're thinking. So this, like, I don't have to see you guys. I don't have to see anybody. I'm doing this by myself in my room, you know, and even if nobody listens, at least, you know, I'm able to just talk. So it's, I feel like this is going to be really good for me and hopefully you guys enjoy it just a little bit. But back to me, um, I'm a Taurus sun, a Scorpio moon and a Virgo rising for all of you who do care about that. I do love being a Taurus. I very much so feel like I fit the Taurus vibes very much, very much so. I have an earthy feel. My favorite color is emerald green. Now, seven is not my lucky numbers. 19 is actually my lucky number, I'd like to say. But now, with the stereotypes of being, you know, tourists to love food, I don't really love food that much. I take that back. I love food, but I don't eat as much as the stereotypes that they put on the internet are about. Like, why is everything on TikTok when they bring up zodiac signs, it's always like, oh, a tourist walks in eating a cheeseburger. Like, no, there's so much more to us about that. We're so just down to earth. We're chill. I mean, I might be bragging. Maybe I'm really fucking crazy and people are like, oh, you're not chill. But like in the inside, I really do feel like Tauruses are just really chill enough. Met a lot along the way. You know, and we all are we all are the same in some type of way and most of the time it's a way of like we really just don't give a damn. Like we just kinda go with the flow. Now we are very materialistic in sorts like we constantly want money. We constantly want to be able to spend money and have those things, you know, whatever we want, we wanna just be able to go and get it. And so like that's why I'm not good at saving money, I feel like, because I'm definitely the type of person, if I have the money, why not spend it? So, which is probably such a bad thing. But I'm also, like, very earthy. I love plants. I have, like, six cacti in my room. When I get my own place, I want to have plants all over the place. I want a very woodsy area around my house. So, yeah, I guess that's a little bit about me. Like, there's not much to really know. I mean, I'm not that much of an interesting person. I mean, I love to cook. I had this one stage in my life where I just wanted to be a chef so bad. My dad would buy me all these cookbooks and I would just constantly just make random things and sometimes they would turn out good and sometimes they were awful. And I was obsessed with the cooking channel. Oh my God, I love every episode. 
on the cookie. Like every series, they're so cool. Even like the stupid like baking competitions, you know? I just love watching that. It's, I still love watching that. It's like peaceful, it calms me down. I can watch it whenever, you know? Different things like that. I'm, I'm not really that much of an interesting person to be honest. I'm in school, I suck at math but I love English even though I'm really not that good at it. The part of English that I like is when you read something and you get to analyze it and really think about what that author meant and you get to write about it and you get to tell your own opinion about things. I just love that part of English. I am going to be an English teacher because I want my kids to be in love with English like I am and be able to read something and really enjoy it. I feel like a lot of us didn't have that in school because a lot of English teachers, from my experience at least, were like, you read this and if you have a different opinion than me, then you're wrong, you know? And I don't wanna be like that. If you read something and you have a totally different opinion than I do, then go for it. Nobody can tell you what you got from that book, you know? <laughs> it's just, I don't know, I really do. I really love reading. I just actually read this book called we Were Liars. Um, I kind of forgot who it's by, but I'll tell y'all next episode because I'll pull it out and tell you guys. But it was, it was so good. Like, it it's a psychological thriller. Those are my favorite. But it, the way she wrote it really made you believe everything until the end. Like, you would have never seen what happened. Like, you wouldn't have seen that coming. And I just love the way she wrote it. And it was just so good. And right now I'm reading 1984, which I'm sure y'all know what that is. Um, but I've always wanted to read it. And so I finally bought it and I'm gonna read it. It's kind of a hard read. It's a little complicated to get into. And it's a very short book. I thought it was gonna be a lot bigger. So I feel like they're trying to fit a lot in such a short book. So it's kind of hard to read right now. I'm kind of trying to catch up on it. They use a lot of words I don't necessarily know. That's another thing is like, I'm going to be an English teacher and I honestly don't have a big vocabulary. I grew up on the redneck side of Mississippi where, you know, our spelling bees were the word wood, W-O-O-D, <laughs> you know, like we didn't have big vocabulary. We didn't have a great school system here. So, <laughs> but enough about me, I guess. I really just want to get into what I want this podcast to be about. I wanna talk about the topics I have in my head right now. So this podcast, I really want it to be enjoyable. I want everybody to be able to listen to it. You know, I want you to be able to listen to it while you're at work, while you're going to sleep. I feel like I have a calming voice if I put you to sleep. I'm sorry, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, <laughs> and I'm sorry for laughing a lot. I, I do laugh. I'm nervous. This is the first episode, so I don't even really know how this is going to go. <laughs> but yeah, I just want this to be a lot of fun. And even if nobody listens to this, it's mostly for me. And I feel like that's what is motivating me to do this. Like, yes, it's for everybody who does listen. Like, I'll, you know, I appreciate anybody who's listening right now, but I am doing this for me. And I think that's what makes it so enjoyable for me. And I feel like everybody should think like that. Like you need to start doing stuff for you because when you start doing stuff for you, you forget about what everybody else wants around you. And you don't have to like have that feeling of, oh my God, I'm gonna disappoint somebody. You know, you don't have to worry about that because you're doing it for you. Now I will say 
disappointing yourself is like one of the worst things ever. I, I took an exam the other day for biology and I was so confident. I studied so hard and I failed it. And I was so disappointed, not only towards like my parents, because you know, they do like have a certain standard they hold me up to in school. You know, they don't want me to fail, but I disappointed myself and it was awful. The rest of my day was just awful. That was on February 2nd. So my February 2nd of 2022 was really just a bad day. I didn't enjoy it. Nothing good really happened. <laughs> but if your 2222 went well, then good for you. Like that was that was a good day. We'll have another one February 22nd. Maybe that one would be a little bit better for me. But yeah, so I'm really back to the podcast. Like I'm really just doing this for myself. Now I do want to do stuff that people are going to enjoy. I want to talk about topics that everybody's interested in. So with that being said, I guess we really can get into some of the topics. One of the topics I do want to talk about first off is euphoria. I'm sure a lot of my listeners are probably around my age, like 19, 20, even maybe younger, but I'm sure you've heard of the show euphoria. Uh, If you aren't caught up, this will be a spoiler, so you might want to skip this part, but I am just so shocked at how well euphoria is put together like sam who created the show oh my gosh his thoughts his ideas his creativity is just so amazing now this season is pissing me off like the show itself is still amazing but like the characters like come on cassie i just don't like how that was put into the script i actually read on sorry on twitter that it was supposed to be jules and nate but they had to take that out and make it cassie and nate because off screen hunter and jacob and zendaya all had problems and that's why in the show right now there's not many scenes with all three of them together and that's why they had to take hunter out of the script and make it cassie what's her real name sydney sid so now it just Everybody is hating on Cassie just for that reason of her, like, going after Nate. But when it comes to, like, that type of situation where it's not just the girl's fault, it's also him manipulating her. Like, he is telling her he loves her. And, like, Zendaya did that narration, or Rue, my bad, did the narration of, like, how much, I mean, how much Jacob, Nate, (laughs) really wanted to be with Cassie in the beginning and like saw a future with her like they did that whole scene of her being pregnant and you know all that like that just makes you think that Nate really did have feelings for Cassie but now he's going back to Maddie and it's just it's so complicated and it's really hurting my soul for Cassie because I can put myself in her shoes when it comes to like the need for male validation, the need to feel loved, to want to feel loved by somebody. Like that is so extreme and you can see it on her face. Like she's such an amazing actress that like, you know, when she wakes up at 4 a.m. every day and like makes herself look perfect for him and he pays no attention to her. Like as girls, I feel like we all have gone through something like that, especially in high school when your crush says, oh yeah, I like the band, you know, three doors down and then you're like you post on your snapchat oh my god I'm going to see a three doors down concert you know like that kind of stuff 
And so like, I feel like we all went through something like that. Maybe not as extreme, you know, it is euphoria. It's like high school times a hundred, I feel like. Now I did have some crazy experiences in high school. I'm not gonna say euphoria is way out the window. I mean, we had people doing cocaine in the bathroom, smoking in the bathroom, having sex behind the band building, you know, crazy shit like that, fights. So I don't wanna put euphoria, I don't wanna like say that that isn't high school. It is just to a certain extreme, I do feel like. But this last episode was just insane. Cal's five minute monologue, honestly, like, I loved it. I love the fact that he finally like was like, I like men and you know, none of y'all can judge me because y'all are all messed up in the head. Now, did he say some things that was wrong? Is he a bad person? Yes. But that monologue, I think it was good for him and it was good for the family. And it was also good for us because we were finally like, okay, now we don't have to worry about him keeping that a secret, but whatever, you know? <laughs> and then the hot tub scene where Maddie and Nate were fighting and like Cassie threw up, like, I feel like in that moment, Maddie really did kind of put two and two together about Nate and Cassie, but nobody knows for sure. There are some theories that um, Lexi's play is gonna like show all that and that's when Maddie's gonna find out. Cause Lexi is definitely like just watching in the background and observing and seeing all of it. And I definitely think Lexi's gonna be the first one to really realize what's happening. Also speaking of Lexi, <laughs> Her and Fez are amazing, and Fez is just, oh, I love him so much, and Ashtray. Now, speaking of Fez, the whole mouse situation, that's gonna scare me. I have a feeling something bad is really gonna happen with that, and Rue, like, taking the drugs from that woman to sell them, and she has yet to sell anything, like, that is just, that's a little scary, like, you know, what are they gonna do about that, and, like, the previews of all the episodes where you see the ambulance and the cops and Rue like running like what is all that like I'm so ready for the next episode already it's currently Friday and so I have two more days until the next episode and this next podcast will come out and I'll have already watched the new episodes so we'll talk about it some more but honestly Euphoria is just one of those shows that I think you get so addicted to that you you count down the days until it comes back out and like honestly Sam he's just an amazing like creative person like who like it's just amazing to me also can we talk about Kat I absolutely love her definitely understand what she's going through right now with Ethan but I do wish she got more screen time they're saying that something happened behind the scenes and that's why that she's not getting a lot of screen time which sucks it does because She's one of my favorite characters. You wanna know who my least favorite character is? It's Jules. I cannot stand her. Like, the season one, she was so adamant on like, Rue not doing drugs, and when Rue did, she knew immediately. But how did she not know like, for the past four episodes that Rue was on drugs? Like, it is so noticeable. That girl is not just hot on weed, she is, doing some fucking like heroin, fentanyl, you know, whatever under the sun. And how can Jules not see that? And also, if you are around a recovering addict, you do not smoke, you do not drink, and then you do not get mad at her 
when you set the beer in the back seat and she grabs one out. You know, like you just, you can't do that around somebody. And I feel like they are doing that on purpose, like doing that to Jules in the script to make Jules seem like somewhat of a selfish person. Now, I hate that they're doing that because it's making people really not like her. But in a sense, I feel like it's all going to be one big circle on why they did that. Also, Elliot, the new character on this season, he's cute. He's a, little, he's a little cutie, but he is confusing me. There's a lot of theories about him, whether he's like an undercover for like Mouse. I've seen one where he's like Mouse's kid. Like there's a whole bunch of theories about him. I honestly think that he's just a random who is trying to fit in and doesn't know really how to do that. Like he doesn't know whether he needs to be on Rue's side and needs to be doing drugs or if he needs to be like, you know, in love with Jules. Like I feel like he's just kind of figuring out how everybody is at this school and he's trying to fit in the best way he can. So I see no harm from him. I really don't like, yeah, he made out with Jules while Rue was in the bathroom, but like, he also made out with Rue. So like, I don't think he's doing anything wrong. Jules is someone that shouldn't have made out with him. Like, obviously, you know? So I don't know, that last show was just so chaotic. It was insane. But if y'all, you know, have any opinions on the show I do want to hear about them or theories because that's I love reading all the theories on euphoria I just love reading theories in general <laughs> so if y'all have any like tell me and maybe I'll talk about them on the next episode <laughs> but also another topic I do want to talk about because um I'm a huge freaking fan of Scream okay I've always been a fan of Scream and Recently, Scream 5 came out, and me and my boyfriend went and seen it on the first night it was out. And I'm going to be honest, I really liked it, like, a lot. I didn't set high expectations for myself like I feel like everybody else did because I've seen really bad reviews on it. But for me, I really enjoyed it. I loved how they brought in OG characters, but not for the whole movie. And I love how, I mean, I'm upset. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> I'm upset how they killed some of them, but I feel like it was a good closure for that cast of Scream because I genuinely think they are trying to just, like, build a new, like, have the new final girls and, like, you know, build onto the new cast. So this was, like, more of a closure for the old cast, and I love that. And, like, most people who have bad reviews about it most of them are like, oh, well, they should have brought in Stu and like, you know, blah, blah. We don't want the old cast to go away. But what you don't understand is Wes is passed away. That that generation of Scream is done for, you know, they're all old, you know. So, you know, the new Scream, I, if they do make more, they haven't even really said if they're going to. But if they do, I like the new cast a lot. And I feel like they're going to bring a lot to the table. So I'm... I'm ready for it if they do come out with more. I'm not saying they are, but Scream 5 in general was really good to me. Now, there's a lot of theories about whether Stu is actually in it or not. He was in that one scene with um, on YouTube where the dude was, like, doing the flamethrower. He did say that was him, which was cool. Give me one second. I'm going to take a drink of my coffee. Um, I'm drinking 
Starbucks double shot energy. I'm trying to replace drinking like actual energy drinks because that's all I drank for like the past three years. I'm obsessed with them, especially the C4s, but whatever's in the C4s literally makes my skin tingle. Like it's crazy. So I'm trying to cut off. So I've been drinking this double shot energy coffee beverage is what it's what it's called i uh drink the white white chocolate the vanilla is pretty good i haven't had anything besides vanilla and white chocolate to be honest the white chocolate has been my favorite though i'm also eating a honey bun it is currently 11:47 a.m and i am actually at work right now but there's nobody in here and i decided i wanted to record so why not because i am a little late on recording i said this was going to come out February 2nd and obviously like I said I had a horrible day that day so this is actually going to come out either February 4th or February 5th I don't know yet depending on how much I have to edit on how much I sound like shit or you know if I just have to re-record this whole thing who knows <laughs> but I will also want to um talk about the Jamie Lynn and Britney Spears I don't know much about it to be honest but what I do know is, like, Jamie Lynn is just a bitch. Like, I think we can all agree on that. Like, Britney has been through so much. And here Jamie Lynn comes trying to act like the fucking victim. Like, you are not the victim, girl. You are not. Like, she's writing this whole book. And she's like, you don't know what I went through. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, do you not know what your sister went through? Like, your sister has been in that conf I don't even know how to say the word. You know what I'm talking about. She's been in that thing for, like, ever and just now you want to say oh i'm the victim why because your sister's getting attention now like she deserves like why are you being such a fake sister like i just don't understand it i don't know people celebrities like are just so crazy to me like they live a whole different world than we do and it is insane like could you imagine having 20 million people just always like wanting to know what you're doing at all times <laughs> like that's insane I don't even like to be around more than like five people so being around like 10,000 in a stadium I feel like okay get me out of here right now I cannot <laughs> that's also why I love this because I can talk and all that and I don't have to actually look at any of you, <laughs> you know? like I can sit here by myself and just talk and I love it I love it so much I mean, I hope you guys enjoy it, but even if you don't, like I said, this is for me. <laughs> now, there were some more things I wanted to talk about. So, a few segments that I want to start doing on the show. I do have, like, a team working behind me. Some of my really good friends are helping me with this. And they said to do a segment called Girls, Gays, and Days. And it's where we talk about anything like relationships and stuff like that you know whatever I decide to come up with that week and actually this week we did come up with doing um first dates and red flags so I went around asking a whole bunch of people what their red flags were and I got a lot of good responses so I do want to talk about some of those like let me go to some of them because they are just so I don't know they're like I would have never thought that this would be a red flag for some and some of them had really good ones. Like somebody said, if he uses Snapchat filters or sticks his tongue out in pictures. Okay, I completely agree with that one. Like sticking your tongue out as a guy in pictures is 
just like come on nobody wants to see that and they're always like the weird ones like the weird guys you know like hmm. another one i got was not being able to have a conversation of disagreement or concern without it being an argument that one is a huge one i can agree with that one if you can't just sit there with your partner your boyfriend your girlfriend and just simply say I have a concern about this or we disagree about this and just have a conversation about it that's a red flag <laughs> and then I had this girl one of my friends from California actually said when they say I love you on the first date and she put in parentheses true story so this one is probably the biggest red flag for me too um I do not use that word very lightly like and if you do then I do not respect you, I don't trust you, I won't believe you, you know, that is just something you do not just, like, throw out there like that, so I agree, if they say that, especially on the first date, then please just throw them away, because they obviously don't really know what love is, I mean, I guess in a sense, you could say that loving the person and being in love with the person is totally different, but it's still, when you're trying to start a relationship, you don't want to start off with saying I love you because really then what do y'all have to look forward to? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking forward to the day my boyfriend tells me he loves me. If he said it on the first day, I would have been like, okay, no, thank you. <laughs> she also said, um, when they don't open the door for you. Now, this one, I understand. That is such a chivalry thing to do. It's so respectful. <laughs> Like, my boyfriend, he does open the door for me when we go into places, and I guess I never really noticed that he did it. It was just, like, he's always done it. And, like, now that I think about it, if he didn't, I would probably be a little mad. You know, like, why are you making me open this big door, you know? So I agree with that one, too. She also said, when they treat animals like shit. Oh, that's a huge one. I can definitely agree with that one. Never will I ever be with somebody who can't just, like have an animal and be nice so let's go and read oh <laughs> this one girl her name is uh macy she's famous on tiktok um she said being a mama's boy that i have to agree with so much like if your mom still washes your underwear at the age of 1920 please do not come my way like i hate that if you still cry your mom or I'll say this most mama's boys are very sensitive and I'm not a sensitive person at all I'm sensitive towards myself but I'm not gonna be sensitive towards somebody else so if I tell you shut up one day and you start crying in front of me no sir please go on with that like I will never let's go look for some more because I know I had a lot slide up um I actually had a lot of people like tell me their red flags instead of saying what like they see as red flags so i have this one friend she's also obsessed with the scream movies i love her to death we, we're like the exact same person we're both obsessed with scream movies taylor swift but anyways she said having a room covered with horror slashers and i told her i didn't think that was a red flag at all because obviously i'm one of those people that wish like, I have the screen mask hanging up in my room, and she has a lot of decor like that. But I said it was a green flag. But I guess for maybe, like, on guys, they would see it. 
as a red flag because they're like, oh, this girl is crazy, you know? And I this girl, um, I used to work with her at Buffalo Wild Wings. She said, PC gamers. This, that one, I understand. Like, there's just certain gamers, like, that just scream red flag. Like, Xbox, you know, my, my boyfriend's an Xbox player. He definitely, you know, when he doesn't have schoolwork, he's playing the game with his friends. But he's not obsessed. But there are certain gamers that are like... Ah, uh, you know, I have to play 24-7 and don't move from the room. That is when you need to worry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I just don't understand that. Like, if you can pay that much attention to games, but not me, there's something wrong. <laughs> um, I had actually had a guy slide up and say, talking too much. So, I don't know if he really meant, like, on the first day or just in general. Because I do talk a lot, but so does my boyfriend. So, I feel like that's... That's not a red flag for me, because to me, if you don't talk enough, then that's a red flag because I talk so much. But I guess for some people, especially on the first date, if you really do talk too much, then it's like, okay, back off a little bit, you know? Like, I just, I understand it, but sorry, I'm trying to look for some more. I wasn't, like, I didn't save all of them, so let's see what this, oh, this person said... When they won't apologize when they're definitely in the wrong. I can agree with that one. Like, if you know you're wrong and you're still not going to apologize. Like, that is just... That's just disrespectful in so many ways. Like, honestly. I just... I understand that one. And I think everybody can agree on that one. If you're wrong, just apologize, please. Like, there's... There's nothing to, like... Really be... You know, so... Your pride needs to go down when you're in a relationship. Like, you know, when you're single, it's okay to have a pride and okay to, like, be very superior or think you're superior. But once you open yourself up into a relationship and you have to put somebody else's feelings, you know, in your head your pride needs to come down a lot. Like, cause you are gonna have to apologize for things. You're gonna have to tell them you miss them. You're gonna, you can't, you can't just like expect everything to always be okay. Especially if you don't put yourself out there to apologize, you know? So I definitely see that as a red flag also. Now that's it for the red flags today. Um, I guess I should say some of my own. I, I can't say I really have many. I've always dated, like, the same type of guy. So, obviously, I don't really catch the red flags. Um, I guess my biggest thing when it comes to relationships is the saying, if he wanted to, he would. And so, I've always stuck with that. So, if they want to, they would. If they don't, then obviously they don't want to. So, that's that's where, I, like, I start to back off. I'm like, okay, I would have done that for you, but you won't do it for me. So, I need to back off a little bit, you know? But yeah, that's that's the end of that segment. I do want to start doing that segment every episode where I talk about different things. And so next episode might talk about more of like mm, sex life or, you know, meeting the parents. And I don't know, whatever, whatever y'all can come up with. If y'all want to tell me some things I should talk about with that segment. I'm also going to talk about more topics, probably cover euphoria again. Maybe go into depth about a little bit more of pop culture topics and need to do more of like my research on that kind of stuff. 
and I want to share more theories on certain stuff. But yeah, so this was the first episode. I know it was kind of all over the place. It was a little chaotic, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I'm going to scratch all of it or if I'm actually going to post this. So we will see. <laughs> but if you guys enjoyed it, please let me know because, or don't. I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to know that people are actually listening to me talk. That's a little embarrassing. Like, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> but I don't know. You know, I'm I'm happy to be doing this finally. I'm, I'm happy that I can just kind of sit here and talk to myself. You know, because I, I do be doing that a lot. I do be doing that a lot. <laughs> so, I guess this is the end of this episode, of the first episode of One Broke Girl. So, since I'm posting this probably on a Friday, I'm going to say the next episode will be out next Friday as well. So, I guess Friday is going to be the scheduled day of when I post. So, just look out for the episodes when they do come out and please listen if you want <laughs> i hope you guys have a good rest of the weekend and you know just live laugh love <laughs> all right bye you guys